Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Happy after the holidays. Now, this is that weird week where we're actually between holidays. We just celebrated Christmas. We're actually in the middle of Kwanzaa and in the middle of Hanukkah. So there's lots of holidays going on. And then we will have New Year's. And this is typically a time of limbo for people. And this is always a place of limbo for me, but a healthy limbo. And I want to talk about that because... For years, I have used this time to reevaluate things, whether it's my business or my job or whatever that is. And when I was in the corporate world, one of the things I would constantly ask myself is, should I stay or should I go? That's right. It's not just an old classic Clash song, which is hilarious that The Clash wrote, should I stay or should I go? Because I feel like that's a clash of ideas. But anyway, I'll leave that alone. It's also something that really in this crazy limbo time is a great question to ask yourself because you have the next week to decide what you want this new decade in your life to be. And it can be where you are now, which by the way, maybe is a great place and maybe you want to grow and thrive there. Or maybe you want to go into uncharted territories and try something new and leave behind what isn't working for you. So what I want to do in this episode is talk about what those things are. What would make you stay or go? And I also want you to know that no matter where you are, it's completely normal to have these questions. It does not make you disloyal. It doesn't make you unsuccessful. It's not a bad thing. In fact, everyone should reevaluate where they are in all sorts of places in their life. And, you know, a lot of people are unhappy at work. So 70% of people are disengaged at work. That's right. Only 30% of people actually like what they're doing. That's terrifying. So honestly, 70%. I have a feeling that you, my friend, may be in that 70%. I know I was for a long time. But because of what I was just saying about feeling disloyal and maybe I am unsuccessful as a person. Maybe I am not built for this career. And what I will tell you, by the way, is that I was just in the wrong place. I had outgrown where I was. And this idea actually stems from a divorce that I went through. And I'm not proud of the fact that I went through a divorce, but looking back on it, the parallels to changing jobs and that divorce are crazy. So when I was debating going through a divorce, I actually read this book and the book was all about, should you stay or should you go? And I think it was called too good to leave, too bad to stay or reverse that around either way. It was such a great book in deciding, 
is it really right? And it's so funny because haven't you had those same thoughts? Maybe you feel like your compensation is so great that you need to stay. But maybe the work environment is so toxic that you need to go. And in order to decide to go, you have to let go of a dream, right? How similar to a divorce does this sound for anyone out there who understands the end of a relationship? You had a dream for that relationship. You had a dream for that job, for that company. And letting go of that for a new opportunity, a new life, a new thought process can be difficult. So I just want you to know that this is completely normal. And I'm excited to kind of suss this out with you and have you start your new year excited and confident that you're in the right place or you're moving in the right direction. So what I want to talk about is four aspects that I want you to look at in your current role. They are creativity, support, future pacing, and feeling. So when I talk about these, the reason they are important, they have several little subsections to them. But creativity, do you have the freedom in your role to be as creative as you want to be? Maybe you are not somebody who wants to be creative. Maybe you really want a very black and white role of do this every day. And that's fine. So you would answer that question and say, my creativity level is being met, right? But what if it's not? And a way you can figure this out is you're coming up with ideas and the people around you are like, "Mm, we don't really do it that way. We've always done it this other way. So if you've heard, we've always done it this way and that's how they shoot down your ideas, ooh, you're not in a very progressive place. And so maybe your creativity isn't fully embraced. And the other thing is, is maybe you're drawn to a different level of creativity. So if you are currently in accounting, but you are really drawn to graphic design, hmm, that's another thing. Your, Your job's not serving that, right? And it means nothing about where you are currently. It's about where you, you yourself have decided to change roles. So you know, really think about that creativity level. Do you have the freedom and are you in a progressive culture? And um, some of these overlap a little bit because culture is a part of support. So to me, support comes in two forms, your immediate boss and also the people that you're surrounded by, your peers, your coworkers, even the team that you manage, that's a level of support. And how supportive are those people? So is your boss supportive? Is your boss somebody who sits down with you and plans things out and wants to hear where you want to be and how you want to do things? Or are they more of a dictator? This is what we're doing. And then they micromanage the hell out of you, which feels like they don't even trust you. So that's not really supportive, is it? And then the next one is your coworkers. So maybe you're in a culture where everyone is rude to one another. They put each other down. They make fun of one another. I've been a part of these cultures and it's damaging because it makes it feel unsafe to have a new idea or to put put yourself out there a little bit, say something a little more, you know, against the norm because it's not going to be embraced. In fact, you're going to be made fun of. And that's 
not a safe place, right? So if you're in one of those places, then your support is low. So I want you to think about those things. The next one is future pacing. So what I mean by this is, how much is the future talked about? And I don't mean the future of the company, which is a red flag too, right? If there are always fire drills and you're not talking about where the company wants to go sustainably, that's scary. What I really mean though by future pacing is where is your future at this company? Is that something that's talked about regularly? Are you being groomed for another role, another place? Have those conversations come up? Again, this goes with support, right? Because your boss should be working with you. Now, I don't mean that your boss is the one who decides all this, because I believe that future pacing is a two-way street. Do you as the employee know where you want to go? And then is your boss supportive in helping empower that to happen? So future pacing. Is it something that's happening or not? So let's think about that. Let's move into feeling. So I believe your feeling can be in three categories, fear, apathy, and fulfillment. So fear is obviously, oh my gosh, I'm terrified. I'm terrified that I'm going to get fired. I'm terrified that I don't know the answer at work and I'm going to get in trouble back to that boss that doesn't trust you and is always, you know, going behind you in micromanagement. So again, a lot of these overlap, right? Or are you apathetic and back to that 70% of people, right, who really are disengaged at work? Are you in an apathetic place where you literally show up to work and try to do the bare minimum? You are not trying to set the world on fire. You're not trying to get fired either, but you're just kind of, nah, I'm not excited about what I'm doing. I'm just here. I'm just here for the paycheck and the free donuts on Friday. I don't know. Maybe your company does that. I worked for somewhere where they did that. And the final one is fulfillment. And fulfillment to me really is a feeling. When I am fully fulfilled, I can tell you that I sleep better at night, that I wake up excited because I have purpose. And I will tell you right now that I think our society is really struggling with this. We have high rates of anxiety and depression. And to me, if you are anxious and or depressed, there's a level of not feeling fully fulfilled and having a purpose behind it. And when you find that and you live it and you are feeling fulfilled, my friends, there's no room for anxiety and depression. You don't have time for that because you are living what you want to be doing, which I think is really exciting. And I am, as you can tell, really fired up about this because it's what I do every single day. But before I got here, I lived in the state of apathy for like mm, three years. So I understand exactly how that apathy can make you feel. It starts to eat away at you. And I would rather you feel fully fulfilled, right? I want you really embodying what it is your purpose is and being able to live it every day and take action on it every single day. So in this episode, I've given you a lot to think about, right? I threw a ton of should I stay or should I go questions. And 
if you are driving, which most people listen to podcasts, I know I do when I'm driving or doing something where I'm not, you know, just sitting with a notepad, I have created a quiz for you so that you don't have to write everything down. It's actually the should I stay or should I go quiz? That's right. I'm super creative with names. Uh, Back to creativity. Maybe I need some more of that. (laughs) Anyway, I am going to put that in the show notes so that you can get to the should I stay or should I go quiz by just looking at the show notes. And if you've never looked at show notes and you happen to be on iTunes, you can actually flip up your screen, just scroll up and you should be able to see those. Or if you look at the words on the screen, on the de- you'll click details page and typically you'll get to the show notes. So it took me like three years of being on iTunes to understand how to see show notes. So <laughs> I would listen to these podcasts and people would talk about the show notes and I'm like, what is this thing? What are they even speaking of? So you can go over there. Also, you can go on to YouTube and say, how do I look at show notes on iTunes? Uh, this podcast is also on SoundCloud and you can click on the notes in SoundCloud, a little easier to find. Uh, but if you have any trouble, please email me and my email is also in there. Um, but anyway, I really want you to take this quiz because you just answer seven questions all about, you know, they're, they're true or false, multiple choice. They're very simple. You don't even have to write anything. And then the quiz actually tells you it's time to move on or stay where you are. You've got more to learn. And it does give you some tips on to, on how exactly to ingrain yourself fully in a company if you decide to stay. Because I don't think it's helpful if I'm like, just stay where you are. Bye. Uh, I do give you some tips in both scenarios of how to move on productively and how to stay productively. I do hope this episode was helpful to you. Share it with a friend. If you know someone who is struggling in the workforce right now, debating what if they should stay or should they go, share the quiz. And I hope you have a great new year. Catch you later. Did you love what you heard today? And you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.